come to you. Welcome to this episode of We Are Vessels. It's good to have you. Today's episode is titled Love. And before I begin, I would like to note that the world is in a chaos right now. Besides the fact that coronavirus is making people worry, making people tremble, making people lose their normal, humans keeps aiding themselves. Human keeps hurting themselves. I mean, humans have had an assault to the injury that coronavirus has already created for the community. It's like the nation isn't is already in pain, and human humans have had in pain to the pain of one another, and it's beginning to be scary. It is scary. The world doesn't care. And all we ought to do as human, who the Lord has put in charge of this earth, is to do our best to make it a conducive, comforting, and a better place for each and every one of us. However, reverse is the case because humans seem not to be tolerating one another. And the evil in men's heart right now seem to be like those back in the day of Noah. May God help us. What could we do as Christians? We first of all have to know that our call is different from that of the unbelievers. Because we have Christ, our calling and purpose is totally different. So we have to live a life that sets us apart from other people. And tonight's tonight's Bible chapter is 1 Corinthians 13. And everybody knows this Bible passage as the love chapter. Yes, it is. I mean, this this should not only be read in weddings. It should be read all the time for humans to remind themselves, especially believers, that we are called to love one another. So here's what 1 Corinthians 13 says, reading from 1 through 13. It says, Though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. Ooh, wait. Think about that for a second. The Bible is telling you that no matter no matter how great you might appear, you might no matter how angelic you might appear to people, if you do not love, you're nothing. You're just like a noisy, discordant sounding brass. Or clanging symbol that's disturbing everybody's peace. Verse 2 says, And though I have the gift of prophecy and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains but have not love, I am nothing. Again, you, we, I am nothing without love. 
That's what the Bible is telling us. Verse 3 says, And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be born, but I have not love, it profits me nothing. Wow. Verse 4 says, Love suffers long and is kind. Love does not envy. Love does not parade itself. Is not puffed up. The verse 4 can be applied to what is going on in our world today. It says, Love suffers long and is kind. But it's like kindness is the last thing on people's heart. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's still kind people out there. But the unkind ones seem to be the one at the forefront. And they are ruining the peace of the hurt. Bible says love does not envy, but basically, people are killing themselves. Yeah, partly because of envy. I mean, the evil ones are the only ones to know why they're doing what they're doing. But I bet there's no doubt that envy is a part of it. Says love does not parade itself. It is not puffed up. That means you gotta love other people the way you wanna be loved. You wanna you have to treat other people the way you wanna be treated. You want to address other people the way you want to be addressed. Love does not, it is not puffed up. Verse 5 says, Love does not behave rudely, does not seek its own, is not provoked, and it does not think no evil. Praise God. That means if we have love, this life is definitely going to be a better place if we live according to the words of the scripture because the bible is saying love does not behave rudely if you love somebody i mean that person does not have to be your family but for the fact that they're human like yourself yes you should love them enough to not behave rudely towards them and you should love them enough to not just be selfish but selfless think about how they feel in certain situations how would you feel if you do something of sort to another person now how would you feel if somebody does something of sort to you rather do unto others what you want them to do unto you why smack somebody in the face? Why punch somebody in the face? Why call somebody a witch hope? Give them a name do not give them. When in actuality you don't want to be called any of those things. Why do things other you others that you don't want anybody to do to you? This is the Bible says love is not provoked, it does not think no evil. Why are people killing themselves right now? It's because they are thinking evil. Evil is in their hearts. But as Christians, we gotta show the world, we gotta live a life that shows the world that evil is not in our hearts. Our job is to love people and 
through loving other people, even the evil ones would see us and be changed in Jesus' name. Verse 6 says, Love does not rejoice in iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Yeah, we are all humans and we offend one another. We gotta be able to let go. The Bible says we should forgive and forget. The Bible also said, For all have sinned and us and has fallen short of the glory of God. If we're falling short of the glory of God, then it means we'll fall short in one another's sight. We're imperfect, we're perfect and beings. So we should be able to learn to forgive and forget. Trust me, that is way easier said than done. But it is a process. All you got to do is to make up your mind that yes, I want to forgive this person. It might take longer than expected, but as soon as you make up your mind and you walk towards it, yeah, you can forgive and you can definitely forget. And may God help us all as we do so. Because literally almost everybody struggle with that. Verse 7 says, Love bears all things. It believes all things. Hopes all things. And endures all things. May God strengthen us to live according to that verse 7. To bear all things. To believe all things. To hope all things. To endure all things in the name of love. And verse 8 says, Love never fails, but whether... But whether there are prophecies, they will fail. Whether there are tongues, they will cease. Whether there is knowledge, it will vanish away. But love, it never fails. That's what the Bible is telling us. Everything else would fail. But for the sake of love, you as a person will not fail another person. If you love them. If you tell somebody. Yes I'm going to do this for you. You keep your word. Because you love that person. And that's where the Bible comes in. It says love never fails. Because you do your best. To keep your word. With that person. Verse 9 says. For we know in part. And we prophesy in part. But when that. But when that which is perfect. Does come then that which is in part will be done away. Verse 11 says, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I taught as a child. But when I became a man, I put away childish things. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then I shall know just as I also am known. Amen. And the Bible crowns that Bible chapter with verse 13, which says, And now abide faith, hope, love, this three, but the greatest of these is love. Amen. I mean, the Bible cannot 
emphasize this anymore this hit as love 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 that is one thing we really need on the planet heart today lord have mercy we got to love can you imagine just thinking that somebody loves you in the same way the bible urges us to in verse 13 how would that make you feel so why don't you be that person be that person that loves all the people that way love people with the love of Christ i know there's a lot of things going on right now with people killing one another because of what one person looks like and the other person does not look that way lord have mercy lord touch our hearts to be the people that you want us to be to be the lovers that you want us to be So what can we do as Christians? Coupled with love that the Bible has urged us to have. So I came up with three things. Alongside love, pray. Pray for your enemies and love them. Like Matthew 5:44 says, pray for the government to put favor favorable policies in place for the oppressed and minorities pray that they may lead a quiet and peaceful life like the bible says in 1 Timothy 2:1-2 pray also for the nation and the world that the lord will rise upon it and make his glory appear on us all if that happens we will be able to see other people's glory and live a life that shows that we want that kind of glory because we do not know that the same kind of glory is already in us but because of the beauty of the glory that we see on other people we would be able to love and live accordingly so that we can also have that. Amen. The second thing I came up with is to encourage others alongside loving people, encourage them with your words and action. Cuz people want to see like they want to see your actions rather than your words. People for people to listen to you, they have to have seen what you're doing, what you're preaching. manifested in you. You stand for justice without holding anyone and then encourage other people to do so as well. Encourage people. Live a lifestyle of love. Live a lifestyle that profess that encourages and that proclaims justice. then invite others to do so with you. And it will be a lot easier if they've already seen that in you. So, pray. Love and encourage. And the third thing I came up with is to leave the situation of God 
and trusting that he will take care of things amen i mean that won't stop too but again remember remember that you gotta pray and god answers all prayers if you pray to him he hears you he definitely does hear us but the problem is is time may defy from our time the time that we want things to take place that we want the action to manifest usually and it often it often differs from our time but God's time is the best and that's all we want all we want for ourselves that's that's the day we want the day that the Lord has made so that we can rejoice and be glad in it again leave the situation to God after praying after doing your best with the help of prayers with the help of grace and with the help of your love for God and your love for mankind and trust that God will take care of things he always has and he continue will take care of things for us and remember the Bible says in Romans 12 19 that beloved never avenge yourselves <laughs> but leave it to the wrath of God for it is written vengeance is mine I will repay says the Lord <laughs> I mean that's that's like a father telling a father assuring his own child the child you just gotta do what I tell you to do and a child often obey their parents especially when the love is strong because they believe whatever that whatever their dad says or whatever is or dad says that's exactly what's gonna happen and God is telling us here God doesn't go back on his word it says that we should leave everything we should leave vengeance to his own wrath that he would take you of it God says vengeance is his and he would repay I mean he would repay those whose heart whose hearts are filled with evil whose hearts are filled with hatred whose hearts are filled with rebellion enviness jealousy that they would go up to the estate of hurting another human being god says he would repay so do your best leave the rest to god love like the bible has hurt us too if you have a problem still understanding how to love yeah go back read first corinthians 13 1 through 13 and you would get it and ask the holy spirit to lead you to give you the strength to do so and then pray encourage others to love and then leave the situation to god Heavenly Father, King of Glory, Lord, thank you so much for your word. Thank you for loving us. And thank you for encouraging us and for teaching us. 
that love is the greatest of all and that we ought to love one another as Christ loved the church. Father, please give us the strength to do so. Help us to love even our enemies. And we pray that our enemies turn to good, be transformed for good. But if they refuse to change, that you would do what it pleases you to them. And that I keep promising your word, vengeance is yours. That you would avenge, Lord. You would take care of those that have been mistreated and treated as if they were little. Then you've created them. Father, we love you. Thank you so much for loving us. Thank you because your word never fails. You never fail and nothing about you or anything that you say will fail. Thank you because you're God. And thank you for giving us the opportunity to call you God, Lord, and Savior. We love you. Thank you for loving us first. In Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. Peace to you.